Ad Televavi, the first Sunday of Advent, November 28, 2021. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for Ad Televavi is from the book of the prophet Jeremiah, the 25th chapter. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In his days Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now this is the name by which he will be called, the Lord our righteousness. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that they shall no longer say, as the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives who brought up and led the descendants of the house of Israel from the north country and from all the countries where I had driven them, and they shall dwell in their own land. This is the word of the Lord. Let no one who waits on you be ashamed, O Lord. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. The epistle is from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, the 13th chapter. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet, and if there is any other commandment, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. And do this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly, as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. 
And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. They brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! This is the Gospel of the Lord. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Savior of the nations, come. Virgin Son, make here your home. Marvel now, O heaven and earth, that the Lord chose such a birth. Not by human flesh and blood, by the Spirit of our God was the Word of God made flesh, woman's offspring pure and fresh. Here a maid was found with child, yet remained a virgin mild, 
In her womb this truth was shown, God was there upon his throne. Then stepped forth the Lord of all, from his pure and kingly hall, God of God, yet fully man, his heroic course began. God the Father was his source, back to God he ran his course, into hell his road went down, back then to his throne and crown. For you are the Father's Son, who in flesh the victory won, by your mighty power make whole all our ills of flesh and soul. From the manger newborn light shines in glory through the night, darkness there no more resides, in this light faith now abides. Glory to the Father, sing, glory to the Son, our King, glory to the Spirit be, now and through eternity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them and immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughters of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. This is the word of the Lord. Who speaks the Psalms? That question is different than asking who writes the psalms. The pen and the voice are not the same. That question is also different than asking who prays the psalms. All the faithful pray the psalms, but their prayers are not the voice of the psalms any more than is the pen that writes them. Indeed, who speaks the psalms? And who speaks by the prophets? The hymn writer proclaims, The king shall come when morning dawns. St. Paul writes, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. 
Morning dawns, dear children, and how brightly shines that morning star. It is this morning star who speaks the psalms, this sun from on high who now dawns. He prays the introit. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you. He prays, he speaks the final words of that psalm. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all their troubles. This triumphal entry into the holy city marks the beginning of the end for Jesus. He rides to die. Therefore, this is also the beginning of the fulfillment of Jesus. He comes in lowly pomp as infant small through the lowly womb of a virgin. He is laid upon the straw within a manger, and he is fed with the milk from woman's breast. Why has he come into this creation, this God-man? To save, to bring light to the darkness, and to separate the light from the darkness, as he, the Word, once did in the beginning. Why has he come into the holy city, this king? To conquer and to rule. To redeem Israel out of all her troubles by his trust in the Father, by his submission in faith to the Father's will, and by his great love for man. Morning dawns, dear children. The heavens announce the morning star. The radiance of the sun draws those who see and who know into its warmth within the walls of a new and greater stable, a new and greater Jerusalem. It is this sun who speaks by the prophets. He lives within the mouth of his prophet Jeremiah by the Spirit, announcing to the world, I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. In my days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now this is the name by which I will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. It is he who by tongues of old announced his coming. Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. Morning dawns, and this king comes, the king of righteousness, who gives what is his to his people, making it theirs. Morning dawns, and the one who speaks by tongues of seers takes on his own tongue of his own flesh, rides to his own holy city to conquer sin and death and to bring light uncomprehendable to drive away the darkness of night. Yet in all his power, in all his majesty, he comes in humility. He comes as an infant. He comes 
lowly, and upon a donkey. The Almighty thus affords you a standard of self-denial in this penitential season in his own humility. For not only did he fulfill prophecies, nor did he only plan the doctrines of the truth, but these very things, and by them, he gave light for your way and your path, that you may confess with the psalmist, Show me your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths. Look not only to his entrance into Jerusalem, but to his incarnation and his birth. Even when he was to be born, this king did not seek a splendid house, nor did he desire a mother who was rich or distinguished. He is birthed of a pure but poor virgin, and one that had a carpenter as her betrothed. He is born in a stable and laid in a manger. Choosing his disciples, he did not choose orators or wise men, neither did he choose rich or kingly men. He chose poor men and poor families, and in every way undistinguished. Putting on raiment, he clothes himself in what is cheap and in no respect different from that of the common folk. A house of his own he did not so much as possess, but he was cared for by the hospitality of others. If he had to go from place to place, he did this traveling on foot, and so traveling he was humbled even to grow dusty and weary. Sitting, he requires no throne and no pillow, but sits upon the ground, sometimes in the mountain and sometimes by the well, and not merely by the well, but also alone. Speaking, he shows no partiality, deigning to interact even with tax collectors and sinners, lepers and Samaritans. He declares his coming to be that of the dawn. Morning dawns with no pomp offered, but with much adoration from those who witness its beauty. The king does not come driving chariots like the kings of the world. He does not come demanding tributes, nor thrusting men off, nor leading about guards, but displaying his great meekness even as he rides to war, to death, to victory, to life. Ask then the Jew, the historian, the scholar, the priest, what king came to Jerusalem upon a donkey? None can he say, but this king alone. Salvation draws near because this morning dawns, and with it, the king. You daughters of Zion, your king comes when morning dawns, and the bright beams of the sun are beginning to stream forth from across the horizon. Your king is come, not has come, not will come, not is coming, 
but is come. He speaks of himself that you may hear in psalmody and in prophets the fullness of the gospel. He speaks of himself that you may recognize a king who can only come in humility and who only ever has come in humility for the salvation of his people. The Lord is our righteousness, and the Lord our righteousness is here, Jesus, the Son of God, who saves his people from their sins. He is the light of the dawn, the morning star who rises, the king who leads his people out of the darkness of sin, death, and hell, and into the light of everlasting life. This is the leader of Israel who leads Israel through the Jordan River into the promised land. This is the rock of Meribah who brings life at the cost of his own flesh. Christ is king and him alone. Why does he need pomp? What does he have to prove? He does not compete. He is, I am. He has already announced his coming. But now in these last days, God has spoken to us not by psalm or by prophet, but by his Son. He rides to fulfill what was spoken by the prophets, which is to say that he comes to fulfill his word, never broken, never reneged, never discarded, always faithful, always true, always love. Open your eyes and behold the King who comes. Open your hearts and prepare him room. Open your doors, O Jerusalem, for the morning dawns upon you, and blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Spirit and the Church cry out, Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God and our Lord Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. For hope in the Lord's return and encouragement in the same. For readiness, watchfulness, and diligence in the vigil of this midnight hour. For the swift coming of Christ and for hearts prepared worthily to receive their King, let us pray to the Lord. For the Holy Church throughout the world, for the faithful proclamation of the gospel of Christ, for the strength and resoluteness of all pastors and bishops to stand firm in their duties, even amidst distress and opposition and faithfulness to their callings, for right administration of the holy sacraments and a proper love of them, and for the resilience of faith and piety, let us pray to the Lord. For all seminaries throughout the world, for all seminarians, and for those who desire to enter the office of the holy ministry, for faithful and mighty men of valor to learn and to teach within the church, and for an increase in laborers to send forth into the harvest, let us pray to the Lord. For defense against all snares, evils, and persecutions. For steadfastness even against the current of the age. For peace and unity within the cloven body. For a healing of all schisms. 
for right and continued catechesis, and that the Church would live in a spirit of love and charity, let us pray to the Lord. For our nation and its people, for just and noble rulers, for wisdom and grace to all others in positions of authority, for the protection of all who serve to defend the nation and her laws, for an end to all unrest, disobedience, and violence, for the reign of truth and justice, for the just punishment of evil, for repentance, and that all would heed the call of the Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. For all households, that they may be the most precious of earthly treasures, for faithful fathers and caring mothers, for honorable and obedient children, for the comfort to the barren and the childless, for the right and noble upbringing of the youth, for strength of faith and devotion within each home, and in thanksgiving at the birth of Martin Ambrose, let us pray to the Lord. For the protection of all who are in danger, for all the persecuted and martyred, for defense against all calamity by fire and water, earthquake and tempest, and for preservation against all assaults and adversities of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. For the poor and destitute, for the homeless and unemployed, for the wayward and the misguided, for comfort to the distraught, the hopeless and the depressed, for the forsaken and abandoned, for the distressed and sorrowful, and for the care and preservation of all people, let us pray to the Lord for an end to all sickness and disease, for all who serve worthily in fields of science and medicine, and all others who seek to care for the ill, for the homebound and infirm, for the sick and distressed, especially our brethren Sherry, Barbara, Judy, Weston, Jim, Lynn, Pam, Duane, Deanna, and Kenzie for peace and comfort to those near death, and for all who mourn, let us pray to the Lord. O Almighty God, Heavenly Father, you sent forth your Son into our flesh in a condescension of your grace and mercy and in faithfulness to your promises. May we await his coming with eager expectation and hearts swept clean from sin and guilt. May we receive him with joy even now as he feeds us with his very body and blood in the mystery of the Most Holy Eucharist. Let our hearts awaken and burn within us at his presence as he grants nourishment to the bodies and souls of his blessed people unto life everlasting. Through this same Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>